What is good, fam? This is your boy, Coach Southfit, a.k.a. Salvatore Jr., and this is the SBF Fitness Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the excuses, break the scarcity mindset, and transform into the best version of yourself, then buckle up. You are in the right place. Let's freaking get it, squad. We're back. Wow. Whoa. Wow. We made it. What's good? We used to do these every single Sunday, like what do we call two Sunday, or three Sunday sauce. Sunday sauce. So how do we how do we start this off, bro? And this has been a long time waiting. It, I think probably uh, since I moved, which is what almost two years now. Yeah, coming up on two years. So we got a lot of things to cover, and we got about an hour to do that. So why don't we dive in? Where do we start? Where do we start? I think um, one of the first things that I had written down that we were talking about before is uh not having enough time in the day uh okay so that's where you want to start yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> why you don't want to start there oh no, dude i'm i'm all ears man i don't know sometimes i get in the mindset of like trying to go in like chronological chronological order for some reason that's where my mind goes because i try to think of like if someone was following us and then we just went like two years of not doing this it's like where do you you know piece together the the gap of that you know yeah just catching up then yeah yeah i so. think uh two years ago we were just in the beginning phases right COVID had hit. We just bought this podcasting setup, had sat down and just started talking and just talking about our futures and what we wanted to do. And I think we are uh, along that journey and where where we, I think, said we would be at this point in our lives, if you asked us. Yeah, definitely. Which is good. I think we both kind of set out a few years ago to try and figure out what that looks like, but like maybe we're just a bit unclear on kind of what that is. And I think that could be uh, an interesting point to talk about, just kind of diving in. Because I just remember we were doing like the Sunday sauce. We would kind of just like get on and just like yeah. rant about some stuff, you know. Don't really have like a set agenda here, I guess. A couple things that we wanted to cover, but really just catching up because that was the intention, you know, of like, hey, like once I move, like I, I don't get a chance to see you guys often. And like we're here in this moment for this hour to sit down and talk about some things. And there's probably a lot of points that we could cover. And I'm excited for that. You know? Yeah. So one of the things I think about when we first started was, you know, doing our trips. Me and Sal would travel right, right. so much. Yeah. And one trip in particular, we went to Tampa New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. when Sal first started the yeah. business. And I remember being like, let's go down to the pool and drink. You're like, bro, I got I to do some work first. I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? You yeah. I got to do Actually, some work. So are you talking about Tampa or Jacksonville? Because those are two different trips. We traveled a lot, like you said. Yeah. Because the Tampa, we were on the same page. We were definitely going out. And then Jacksonville, we kind of we kind of ran into it a little yeah. bit. We were button heads because I told you originally that, you know, I had a different vision for what I was doing. And then I remember we went out and we were kind of clashing a little yeah. bit. That could be an interesting story to talk about, you know? Yeah, I think that was just hard for me to accept right. different points in our lives. Yeah. And at that time, at that particular time, I was yeah. focusing my content around drinking and right. going out. Yeah, which is- and you were very workout oriented and were, yeah. wanted to just stay in a good routine, didn't want to fall out of that routine. Because right. I think one of the toughest challenges for me is when I do go on a vacation, yeah. is trying to stay in a routine or right. trying to get back into the routine after. Right. So you're saying like it's difficult to maybe try and uh, like enjoy yourself and then have the balance on top of that? Yeah, I think at that point it was just tough for me to grasp just you were going into like the hardcore business mode because like we were growing up right like every weekend from like the age of what you'd say maybe like 14 to like 23 24 like every weekend it was like hey you know we're gonna go out drink and do these things right and then eventually i just got to a place where just i i don't know man like to be honest like it just it wasn't like serving me 
you know, like I felt like I was enjoying it less and less every time I was doing it. And it was taking me further away from like what I really wanted to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, like I had found like a clear vision and something that I was passionate about because, you know, you could agree with this, right? You spend a lot of time, you know, doing things you don't really want to do, maybe like work-wise or school-wise, don't really like school, you know, whatever. But then it gets to a point where like you find something that you do like for you, let's say the gym, right? Firefighting, running marathons. This guy's ran like fucking seven <laughs> marathons the last couple of months here. Absolutely instead of a human, you know, but you get what I mean though. You just, you get a goal and then you get kind of, you know, laser focused on it and then anything that's not that you don't want to do because it takes away your energy right yeah right yeah and making those sacrifices like accepting that you do have to give some things up There's in no, order yeah, to right. get to where you want to go mm. i think over the years like those trips they're a lot of fun bro don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. but they definitely shifted for me too and like now i try and make it a must to get into the gym at least right once on on a trip or try and do something yeah to get yeah. me going i think that's an interesting point for a lot of people because i have clients who travel a lot right and they want to go on vacation but maybe they feel like they can't enjoy themselves like because they're on a finish journey did you ever feel that way at all or yeah yeah it's in the back of my mind like oh i don't want to go too crazy and take away what i've been working up to this point right. or putting in the hours you don't want to you know experience the extreme setback by going out and going on a fucking yeah. four-day bender right. and well, putting well, yourself in a hole right? yeah because if you let's say go out for three four nights in your outlet you're not sleeping you're drinking you know maybe you're eating off plan or whatever and it's just like I, it's not to say that you can't do that but you know there's a fine line and a boundary with it of like you kind of know you know what i'm talking about where there's yeah. like that point of like all right like i should probably like chill out a little bit i should probably you know reel it in because i'm trying to do certain things but it's trying to, i think find that balance of like where is that line for you right and i think that looks different for pretty much everybody maybe i mean you could be wrong on that but what do you think yeah i think it's hard i think me and you could both agree that we are somewhat of extremists Probably. And that we like to do everything like. Well, think about it. I mean, you got to be a little sick in the head to run the amount of marathons. Right? <laughs> I mean, why don't you talk about that, bro? Like, you just ran how many miles this past year? I just looked at my app. I'm close to 600 miles for the, for the year. 600 miles this year. That's more in my entire life. <laughs> Guaranteed. That's incredible, bro. I'm really proud of you. 600 miles. It goes back to kind of what I'm saying here is like, you know, you have that goal. You weren't going out during that time, were you, when you were training? Maybe a little. Bit. <laughs> All right, so you know, maybe this guy is the fucking missing link in this whole thing. I back really back know, to you know? the point, like extremist. I'm an extremist, so right. everything that I do is like an extreme. Yeah. So when it comes to going out and drinking, mm -hmm. that's where I've struggled in the past, is because right. I'm an extremist. So when I go out, it's hard to put a, a gauge on like all right i'm only gonna drink this much because i just want to go hard in everything i do right good right. or bad, good bad. Yeah. <laughs> i'm always going hard but i put in the hours in training and stuff that that i think is a, a setback or a drawback too when i go out like i train very hard so right. I, it's right. like leading up to sometimes i just need to blow steam and just yeah, go no, out and hit yeah. the town for sure hit the town with the boys I'm trying to be clear, man, in the sense of like, you know, I'm not saying people can't enjoy themselves, but it, it just comes down to what you can handle. Like you're saying, hey, I can run 600 miles and go out. You know, JJ's a, yeah. a one of one. You know, not everyone's going to be able to do that. Me personally, like if I'm out past like nine, 10 o'clock, you saw me. I, I, I fucking I don't know. I just like I get tired. Yeah. You know? But that's just me. I think it's just about whatever works for you. Right. Yeah. So finding I mean, over the past, 
you know, a couple of years of doing this. I think it's just finding what, what works and yeah. just trial and error right. with so many things with content creation, with Everything. fitness. Yeah. And that's where I think people get so overworked or just so in their heads or get anxious. Like right. they think there's so much and they just don't even start. You just got to start and you'll figure it out. They don't know what to jump into or how to go about a certain thing because in their head they want to do it perfectly or yeah. they don't think they're going to do it right. But you could speak on this better than anyone else. Like trial and error. You're not going to figure out what you're good at or you're not going to learn or get better at anything until you do it. You fail and fail and fail and just keep getting back up and going through with it. So you're, I just want to make sure I'm understanding you right. So you're saying that like you could make the argument that some people maybe won't go after, you know, certain goals of theirs because maybe yeah. they don't know what to do essentially. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to speak on that, like I didn't have any fucking idea what I was doing when I first started coaching. You know, but I had the the willingness and the desire to do whatever I possibly could. And I think there's, you know, a correlation between those two of like, hey, you know, I want this thing and I know that it's going to take a lot to get there. But if I'm willing to go through that road, then I could make that happen. Yeah. And I think that just comes down to how bad you want that. Right. Is there anything that you do that you don't necessarily like, but once you complete it, you feel better because the running people all the time think yeah. i like running and i hate running i don't enjoy it i do it a lot but i i do it a lot because it makes me uncomfortable and it's it's not something that i like to do so by doing that once i complete it then i just get this sense of like completion yeah reward yeah the, the reward feeling after you go for a long run or after you complete a marathon is like nothing else and I never thought I'd be running marathons because I was like, why would I run? Why, like, why would I do that? I never thought I'd be bodybuilding, you know, and to go to your point and expand on that. I don't love training every day. You know, yeah. there's plenty of days I walk in and I'm like, fuck, man, this leg day is get my fucking ass kicked. Or even food. Yeah. You used to eat everything. Yeah. I mean, I think you can't really be reliant on just trying to do things because you feel like it. Like, if anything, you know, let's be honest, it's the quite it's the complete opposite of that. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of times where you got up and like, damn, my fucking knees are killing me. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to fucking run today. Right. But then it's like, can you push past that, you know, negative loop pattern in your brain to say, no, I'm going to do it anyway. You know, no, I'm going to keep showing up. Like, yeah, my ankles are fucking killing me. Dude, you have how many blisters on your feet? Right. And then what? Like a couple of weeks later, you sign up for another one. Who fucking does that? I know you're pretty, pretty disciplined in doing what you say you're going to do. Integrity. Yeah. Or, um. I don't know if you could speak towards this, but sometimes I set these goals in my head that are sometimes so high and I don't go through with them. And then I have this sense of guilt that comes over me Break that down. and I, I get down. I guess, I guess for example, I still am going to try and do the 81 miles from Montauk to West Islip. I haven't done it yet. I said I was going to do it. Yeah. I had some injuries, some setbacks. I didn't go through with it. But like the guilt of like not doing it or just saying that I'm going to, you know, maybe do 500 pushups this week and then you only do like 400 and then right. like feeling down that you didn't go through with what you said you're well, going to do. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's really an interesting point because I would look to understand maybe why you would miss the mark. Like, let, Let's make the example of the pushups, right? It's not that you couldn't do 500. Why didn't you hit the 500? I'm asking you. I guess just 
creating excuses and that's really it's not to say jay that it's like an excuse of like oh well because there's going to be a hundred reasons that you could list it's just that's why you know my top core value with my company is integrity is because the client my team members myself will get absolutely nowhere if we're not following through on what we're saying we're going to do right. and it's the simplest thing of like hey if you say you're going to do this just go and do it and if things come up like it's not to say that things you know aren't going to happen because they are let's, let's be real you know but it comes down to just being able to lay your head on the pillow at night and say you know what i gave it all i could and if you could say that then it doesn't matter what happens you know because you could live with the result because you knew internally that you did everything you could right and that for me is just like what i try and do every single day is it perfect no do i fuck up absolutely you know we're human beings we make mistakes but it's like i'm gonna try and do my best to meet the mark and if i do that and then i fall short i'm good yeah you know but if we just choose not to do it just because you don't feel like it that's a whole different conversation i think the issue for me is setting the bar so high because i've done some yeah. crazy things well, you should say that high, though that you shouldn't just aim to hit goals right. just to hit them you know my business coach is big on that you know he's like set these fucking really high goals don't just like settle for this little you know thing i'll be honest bro going for the pro card scares the shit out of me but it's like i don't have no idea what it's going to look like but i just made the declaration that i'm going to go for it right you know i don't know what the true timeline is going to look like or how many shows i'm going to have to do just putting myself out there like you can make the same argument for you know all the things all the running that you're doing did you really have much an, an idea of what that was going to be like and, yeah you know not really you just throw yourself in the fire right you gotta have somewhat of uh a goal that's so outlandish and then you have to have goals that you could complete every day to give you that right sense of fulfillment or that that urgency that like all right i did this so i could could do that have small goals big goals weekly goals monthly goals yeah that's a whole nother thing you know like i think the monotonous thing of making your bed every day is a simple to-do list yeah right but then there's other things of like hey i'm gonna go run across the fucking island 80 miles like that's, <laughs> that's different yeah you know there's the daily non-negotiables of like hey let me eat clean foods and move my body as opposed to you know i'm gonna go start a company you know those are two different goals that are going to require different amounts of effort but the intention behind it is still similar if i'm just going to every single day you know chip away chip yeah away, chip away chip away you know so what do you think of that no i couldn't agree more yeah you set me up with a lot of that stuff i wanted to ask you what it what it feels like coming back to new york now yeah being uh -huh. in florida for so long and mm -hmm. not being around because i think people may not struggle or have the same issues or problems with you know experiencing change or growth after college or right. a shift in their environment or whatever's going on around them friends you know going on to yeah. doing different jobs or not being around them anymore and yeah. you went down to florida pretty much solo pretty much yeah and just rolled full steam ahead with it right so you're saying how does it feel being back How's it feel being back and then looking back, jumping into just moving to Florida on a, on a limb and yeah. So, so for context, the story was two years ago, uh, my buddy Tyler approached me with the opportunity of like, Hey, you know, I have my roommate and you know, we're not really getting along. Do you want to finish out the lease? So I came down there with the intent to finish out six months and then figure it out from that point, met up with my other two buddies that I went to high school with, moved in with them. And to answer your question, it's been incredible being there. A big reason and motivating factor as to why I moved down there. We've talked about this, you know, on previous phone calls and whatnot is just trying to change my environment because I have a very clear vision of what I'm trying to do for my life. Because honestly, bro, to be 
transparent, like the, really the one thing that I want to be able to say, and you've probably heard me say this before is when I get older and I get to my deathbed, God willing, you know, I'm 70, 80 years old. I want to be able to say I did everything I could. And I want to look back and, and I don't want to have regret. And that's a big you know thing for me. So I always had in the mind of like, well, it would be really cool to go live in, in Florida or wherever. I don't know if you knew this, bro, but growing up, my family and I, we used to go to Florida every year. Did I tell you that? I know you have family down there. I yeah. don't know if you, you said you went every year, but yeah. I do know that you have family it's down funny, there. Man, because uh, the other night, you know, uh, me and my mom, dad, my brothers were in the living room. We were watching like old home videotapes, you know, like I'm sure you probably, yeah. your parents probably have that too, of like old Christmases when we were kids and stuff. And, you know, a lot of those were in Florida. Like every year for, I'd probably say, you know, six, seven years, we would drive down to Florida to go spend it, with, you know, with my dad's side because they all live down there. So for me growing up, it was always like a big goal of mine to go and do that. And I always dreamed of it, of like how cool would that be and that's why i always get so excited to go and now i'm living there and it's pretty surreal to say that i'm doing that you know now within the last couple of months me and chelsea just moved into a house in boca which is one of the most upscale areas you know in the whole state you know arguably one of you know i, I don't know the exact the diagraphic of yeah. I don't know if it's the right word of like top five in the country but it's a nice area right. you get what i'm saying but to circle back to your original point how does it feel being back it's a little weird um, you know, because I've gotten really used to that side of things of like seeing the sun every day, seeing the palm trees and, you know, being in a new environment. And now it's like, I'm kind of catching myself almost like reverting back to the things that I used to do, you know, with like maybe not getting up as early if maybe wanting to play video games, just kind of like cut corners where I normally wouldn't even cross my mind. And it's really interesting to think about because I think, you know, your environment is such a critical piece to the way that you're moving every single day. You know, because you are who you surround yourself with. And, that, and that's truly, I think, one of the biggest things that I could say that's helped me, you know, expedite the levels of success that I've seen within the last few years, you know, because our company continues to grow. I have like seven people that work for me. We have 50, 60 clients. You know, we're doing a lot of incredible things. And I think if I had to give, you know, one really solid piece to that, I think it was changing my environment. Yeah. Because that's allowed me to be distraction free and focus free. And you know that being here in Long Beach, too. Right. It's like you don't have all the other things of trying to go out and be in certain places and see certain things. Just right. Yeah. We've talked about it for a while, but I we were talking about it before. It haunts me to go back to our hometown because Does it? people yeah. are stuck doing the same things. Mm -hmm. And it's scary to see that they'll go their whole lives not knowing who they were supposed to become mm -hmm. and just fall into a comfort routine yeah. and not even try and challenge themselves. Right. And just stay in the same environment and do the same exact things for the rest of their lives. Well, so the thing is, is that some people are content with that, you know, and teach their own. If that's cool, dude, then that's totally cool. You know, and that's the thing is like different people will have different opinions. You know, like some people just love the nine to five and, and the, the comfort of that, of like, you know, not really having to put so much thought into the day to day. Because as much as like, you know, having a business and doing all this stuff is like flashy and sexy, it's also really exhausting, bro. Yeah. You know, like I don't have hours, you know, I don't have like set breaks per se. You know, it's just like on go all the fucking time to the point where it's like I was almost like burning out where I couldn't even look at my phone you know, cause I'm on it eight, 10 hours a day. So I think it's all contextual based on the person and what they're trying to do, you know, but for me, I, I told you this, you know, I thought about taking my own life because I didn't see a way out of doing the same job every single day. So that got to the point of like, well, let's make a change for that. Fortunately enough, COVID happened. Best thing ever. Yeah. You know, got my fucking salary cut in half and then we had a great summer and that's really been it. Took the leap, made the training stuff happen. And, and that's that, you know, betting on yourself. Well, that's kind of what I saw, bro, is that I, I looked at the construction job that I had and I thought it was, it was like almost scarier for me to stay there because within one day, right, the, the one phone call, I went from making six figures to having my pension salary cut in half. And yeah. I had no control over that. It was just, hey, you know, we have the pandemic and now we have to make cuts. And there was nothing I could do about that.
And then I still had to show up and do the same job. So I feel for me to put that in there is almost more risky because I have no control over that. You know, whereas like with my company, I could put as many hours as I want. I could learn as many things and do as much and no one's going to stop me, you know? And that's where for me, it kind of gets like sick in that sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think the safer route is to, you know, do what you're comfortable with, do the jobs that you know, mm -hmm. and to bet on yourself or to do something different is not easy and it's it's going into the unknown the uncertainty is what holds so yeah. many people back the uncertainty of not knowing when the next paycheck will come if you yeah. do something on your own if you try and start your own business and just being able to take that risk is something that scares a lot of people and i think people don't live out or live up to their full potential or don't live for, they don't live out the story that was written for them by Ooh, that's a good the one. man above. Like I, I think everyone has a story that's written for them on how their life is supposed to go. Right. And David Goggin talks about this. And at the end, when you're on your deathbed and you go up to the gates of heaven, and you, they read this story and it's like they read all these things and the person will go, well, I, I didn't do that. And this, this is what you were supposed to be. This is what was supposed to happen. But you ended up choosing the easy route. And you ended up doing what you were comfortable with. And this is all the things that you could have gotten or you could have done. Bro, that's so powerful. I just paused there to let that sink into anybody who's listening because that was a big thing for me, bro. I think Ed talks about that too in his podcast, Ed Milet. And I think I made a post about that the other day. Can you imagine that? Like, let's say you get there and you are a complete stranger to the person that you're supposed to be. That fucking freaks me out, bro. You know? One of the lowest points in my life was after graduated college and college was such a good time for me i was riding on such a high like everything was great and then i remember after college getting the you know nine to five not even nine to five all right so we're back that was a little technical side of things do you want to repeat that i mean the podcast has it the podcast has it i don't know you can't really recreate yeah, that. yeah. i have a we could we could get at that maybe down in florida we'll, we'll no, touch back sure. on that one yeah i have so a where, couple where do you want to take this now i know you had a couple of things you want to talk about yeah there's um just for context for people who are new, because I know I'm recording this on my podcast. So a lot of you guys, you know, you've heard me talk now for the last couple of years with almost 400 solo episodes. And I've had a lot of, you know, fitness people. But JJ is one of my you know best friends growing up. You know, we went to high school together, played football together, all that good stuff, you know. So it's cool to be able to have a relationship with someone for that long and continue to grow because I don't think, you know, a lot of people could say that. Right. So it's cool shit, man. Yeah. Um, one of the things I also wanted to touch on for here today think when we first started and even i mean still it's like a battle every now and then that i go through is like sometimes i get so focused on reaping the rewards of what will come with mm -hmm. success rather than just enjoying the process of Ooh, getting there here we go. with instagram and youtube it could it's such a a tough battle to go against and with mm -hmm. posting and like you want to post on social media for the right reasons, right? You want to help other people, and yeah. well, you could get. I think that's why Jake blew up though, because he's just authentically right, him, bro. right, there's just no speaking script, from the no, from, yeah. from the heart. Yeah. I think there's two ways. Well, I know there's two ways that you could blow up on social media. One is just to do outrageous, outlandish things right. that are going to catch attention, just out of this world, or just like disrespectful things or things that just people haven't seen before. Right. Or you could just be really authentic, which is so easy and so like basic when you think about it just speak what you're actually feeling and don't put on the front right. 
that you're so used to doing. We get so used to just agreeing with people when they say things and saying what people want to hear. Hey, how's your day going? Good. How are you feeling? Good. What's going on? Like you just say these things and we become robots and we forget who we actually are. We don't speak from the heart. We don't speak with our emotions. And that's one of the things I try and pride myself on is being, I guess you could call like some macho guy, like being a, <laughs> being in the gym and being like tough running and having that Goggins mentality, but also being able to speak to how I really feel awesome. and not being afraid to oppress my feelings and talk about things that, you know, a couple of years ago might've been called soft or you might've yeah. been called a pussy for talking yeah. or touching on things that you actually feel that all men feel that all people feel that are just too afraid or act like they don't feel these things but when they lay their head on that pillow at the end of the day they know that they're feeling the exact same thing and they they feel some sense of guilt that they can't speak to that publicly yeah uh, and it's funny because uh, you know they'll like you said you know people will see you know the posts on social media and be like damn you know i feel that way too right and um you know i think there's a lot of uh i want to say pride in vulnerability but it's also like you're not doing it for the result of the reciprocation of like oh you know this is not like let me ask you a question you don't you don't post just to get results or you know kicks out of people right it's more so like hey like this is this is me and this is what i've been through right to and to like echo the the point that you made is like you know what's funny man a lot of like the biggest bodybuilders that i've met are like some of the nicest dudes you know like i met kai green down in boca fucking awesome guy you know, same thing with Sadiq. I just saw Sadiq at Bev's the other day. Hey, man, Merry Christmas. I'm like, what's up, bro? You know, guy's got like almost 5 million on Instagram, you know? So it's interesting. And I I pride myself on just kind of like speaking my truth because I don't know where, what is the sense of like holding back? Where does that really get anybody? I think you really you know? broke that threshold of like holding back on how you feel and just speaking on it publicly without any fear of having repercussions of what people say or think. And that's a very hard point to get past. And I've ridden that line of I've gotten past it, but come back below it. And it's hard to stay above where you just, like David Goggins said it, the scariest man is like one who really does not care. And not just, like it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't care what people think. But in your head, you care. But to really not care no matter what happens, like what people think. If you get to that point, I think you could accomplish so much. I'm pretty close, bro. And when I originally started a few years ago, it, it like getting on a live stream like this and like getting on camera would make my skin crawl. Remember the first one? Oh, oh, hey, man. what's up, guys? In your room with the cat. Dude, you know that took me like six tries because I didn't know anything about editing. I, I had like no storage on my phone, you know. But uh, point being, honestly, sitting in this chair in your room, bro, here in Long Beach, like I'm chilling, bro really i'm comfortable and it's taken me a lot of reps to get to that point you know and it just i really believe in the sense of like i I don't want to say like a moral obligation but kind of that way man like i see you know there's so much power in you know having the ability to make content like this where someone could see it like man that makes a lot of sense like i appreciate that and that might help the way uh for me to see things differently and that's why i coach bro you know it's like literally that like tonight we have our group zoom call here in like 20 minutes you know and I'm going to get on there and talk to my clients and be like, hey, like, how could I help? What are you struggling with? And for me, like when we talk about in the service of other people, like I think that's what we're like born to do. If we want to get into the whole faith and like God and all that stuff, like I think we were put here to serve others. And I think it's beautiful because when I feel the most like in alignment, it's that's what I'm doing every single time. I'm serving and I'm helping other people. Right. right? And you get to hear it through client feedback all the time. And in my work, not my work, but just the YouTube stuff. 
I don't necessarily hear it all the time. So there are times when I question like, why am I doing this? Or is it even worth to, is it worth still going through with it and still posting mm. with not, with, without earning any money? Keep going on that. And then I'll get like a DM or a text that, yeah. that someone just is like, yo man, like I really needed to hear what you said today. Or like, yo, you, you're a beast. Like you inspired me to go out and, and then that, brings me back to earth and it reminds me why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for likes and clicks. Like some of the things that I used to do, like that was my mindset. My mindset at one time was like, do it for likes, do it for clicks, do it for views, do outrageous shit to get more likes. But as time has gone on. And like I said, as I get older, I get wiser and I become more mature. I realize I'm not doing it for that anymore. I'm doing it to, to help myself and to help other people to show people that it's possible to do things. It's possible to go run a marathon. If you want to, it's possible to run an ultra marathon. It's possible to push past these boundaries that we have in our head and go the extra mile, go the distance that we didn't even think was possible before. Ooh, that's a good clip. That too. Clip that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And I think that's funny, man. Thank you for bringing that up because I think a lot of us will psych ourselves out into believing this story that we are this person, man, I have worked with so many clients and I'm so fortunate to say that. And I've heard so many times of, I'm not a morning person, you know, like I don't have the time. I'm too busy. This is not, and I've made posts about if I had a dollar for every time I heard that I wouldn't need to work a day. In my life. Right. You know what I mean? And I mean that in a nice way possible of just a lot of us are like kind of in this backseat of like trying to always blame the circumstances. And like you said, like you don't like being called gifted. And I do agree with you. You know, I don't think I was, you know, born with all these fucking crazy things. It's like, I just wake up every single day with the mindset of like, I want to get better and I want to improve because I want I different, I want different for myself, you know? And it's like, no one's going to fucking stop me from doing that. You know, the only person that's going to hold me back is myself. And that's for a lot of people listening. You are your worst enemy a lot of the times, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do you push past that over and over again, especially when you don't feel like it? Yeah. The, the whole different thing, too, is like what I was trying to equate to before. We were the people who were right. partying, not giving a fuck. Bro, if I we were my Snapchat, like, we didn't, we weren't born like no. this, where we were just. We just wanted to get better every day and we wanted to be disciplined and we well, stay consistent. Sorry to cut you off. I just had a really good idea. I know we're kind of getting towards the end yeah. of this, right? Is is just like, how do you make that shift, right? Because maybe there's someone listening and they're like, you know what, Jay? Like, that makes a lot of sense. That sounds great. But like, how do I apply that, right? Um, It's tough, I know. For me personally, I just was so fed up, like in that Atlantic City story that I told. I just hit rock bottom. Like, I, this just can't, I can't go on like this anymore. I don't see a point in living. If this is how my life is going to be, I do not care to be on this earth if this is how I'm going to go through every day. And that's where I started to change and started to become more. And then once I think you get into a consistent rhythm of doing what you're supposed to do and, and holding yourself accountable. That's where I think you start to see the shift and start to see the improvements. And once you get those small rewards, you're able to build off that and create bigger rewards and just keep rolling with it. So I think hitting rock bottom and then staying consistent in the first month or two. After that, I don't want to say it's easy, but it may be easier yeah. to get up and then having something to work towards. Like we were talking before, having goals. I just told you I had a schedule couple more half marathons because i need something to work <laughs> he towards hasn't ran enough just have to Unreal. have to have goals and yeah. you know i want to do a bodybuilding competition eventually oh, yeah, i, I yeah, want to sure. run 81 miles yeah. from montauk to west i want to do these right. these things i have to have these goals because if not 
and what I'm, I'm getting up to go to the gym and go to work. I, I'm, I'm a robot at that point. Like, how am I going to keep myself motivated and um, driven to become better? And it's by setting goals. Right. I think of like, I want to leave behind some form of legacy. Look at your grandpa, bro. Right. Like rest in peace. But dude, like think about all the things and all the impact he still has to this day. Every year you guys do that fundraiser in the marathon and and the run for him. Right. And it's like, that's the type of legacy, bro. Right. Like, that lives forever. Like think about Kobe and all these guys, man, you know, that's not going anywhere, you know? And like, that's the shit that fires me up. It's like, dude, when you get clear on that, it's like, how the fuck could you hit snooze? You know, like thinking of it that way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I heard a quote too. It's like, why, when, when you go to war, you know, it, times you get so rough. It's like, why, why are you even doing it? And I mean, especially with the country's going right now, it's like, why am I going to fight for this country when I'm not even backed by this country? Uh, you, you break it down. It's not about that. It's about the legacy of the people that came before us. all those men and women who died world war one, world war two fighting for a country. You do it to them to keep their legacy alive. That's why you do it. And then someone comes behind you and they do it to keep your legacy alive. So it's not about necessarily doing it for yourself or doing it for this, this country. It's about doing it for the, ones who passed, who came before us, keeping their legacy alive and handing down or giving back what they gave to, to yeah. you. Dude, you expanded on that perfectly. I couldn't have said it better myself because I didn't want to make it seem like selfishly I want all these things. More of like, hey, like as like a generation and like uh, a species of like where we're headed, like what if we had the opportunity to change that a little bit? You know, because we could go into the whole other rabbit hole of like as society with like where we're at with the obesity epidemic and nutrition and all of that, man. Like, again, just look around the airports a lot. I think it's more common to be out of shape than it is in shape right now. Oh, with, without a doubt. But that's not OK, bro. No, that's not all right. No. And it's like, how do we get here as a nation where that's like I'm the fucking anomaly? What, like, how is that the thing? You know, we should want to be doing these things. And it's like we've just completely flipped the script. And, you know, we could do a whole nother podcast on that. But that's for me to kind of tie it together because I could have explained that a bit better. Like that's kind of the mission is to impact generations of lives because I don't see really a way for us to do that unless there's initiative being taken. Right. You know, like politicians get fired up not to go down that route because they have a, a purpose, you know, that maybe they're trying to get to. Maybe that's a shit example, but you get what I'm trying to yeah. say, right? Like, yeah, I think so easy to wrap up here to make excuses or create excuses and with how things are going in the world to just be like ah, everything's fucked the world's fucked you know right. government this the government that but what if you flipped that script and you said you know what all these things are going in the wrong direction but what if i could be one of the people to start changing things yeah. and start pointing people in the other direction what if i could be that one to change the the direction of how things are going maybe not for the whole world maybe not for the whole country maybe not for a whole state but maybe for a small group of people what if i could change it for them and just give them the hope that i have because it's so easy to dwell on the negatives and look at where our country's at and our government's at and so many things that are out of our that are out of our control right and if we dwell on those things that are out of our control, shit, our, everything's going to be negative. Our whole lives are going to be negative. But what can you do and what can you think and what ideas can you come up with to say, if I do this or if I change this, the outcome of someone else's life could be different and they could have a different perspective on how they look at things. Dude, that is so powerful.
Cause like when you think about the amount of time that we have, like, right. We're 26, 27, right. We only get how many years, right. So you only have this sliver of time to make your impact here on this world. Right. And it's like, there's 7 billion people on the planet. So I literally don't have enough time in my existence to change all of that. But what I can do is do the best that I can to make the biggest impact that I can. You know, and like I said earlier is like that for me is like the mission, you know, is it always going to be fitness? I don't know. It may evolve into other things, which is literally why I branded myself team evolution, because it's like, I want to create a culture and a team of people that are obsessed with growth and evolving into the best versions of ourselves. You know, and that's really, you know, what we stand for, what we believe in. And that's why the clients that we bring into the community, that's how they operate because that's how we view things. And it's like, cause you could take that not just in fitness, but also into every aspect of your life. Right. And for me, that that's what keeps me going. Is that a mic drop? <laughs> a mic drop there. Are we gonna call it there? Do you yeah. have other things you want to talk about? I mean, I have. I know you got the Zoom minutes. call. Yeah, no, I just didn't want to cut short. I know we we tried to carve out as much as we could here in the time. Do you have like maybe like one to two things else? Are you good? Uh, I think I'm good. I'm coming up close to the ending of my clip. So, fuck, man. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here. Jay, this was awesome, bro. Uh, right. Maybe we can do this on like Zoom, you know, because yeah. obviously, you know, I'm not going to be here. But, uh, dude, I just want to say, like, thank you. I appreciate My you. Guy. Um, this was a lot of fun, and I would like to do this more. So if the podcast audience, you guys want to see more of J-Dose, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Where do they find you, Jimmy Jernigan? At Daily Dose of Wood Daily Dose. on Instagram, on YouTube. We're coming up on 11,000 subscribers on YouTube. This, hold on. Before we wrap up, <laughs> because this guy started a couple of years ago with zero, and that was a goal of yours to hit yeah. that, right? Yeah, this time last year. We're at uh, like 500, and Crazy. we're at uh, that's pretty cool, bro. 11. We're almost at 11,000. You gotta, you gotta celebrate that. We're almost at 11. That? A little bit, but uh, we're gonna, bit. we're gonna keep growing. Almost at 11, and uh, still up. Still this up. guy, uh, you know, went to school, went to college, great collegiate athlete, comes out, gets an incredible job. You know, has a Porsche, has an apartment, is running these marathons, is like hitting goal. Like again, when you put your mind to something, you get it done, right? Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, doing a lot of good things, bro. I'm super proud of you. Appreciate you. No, no, I'm uh, blessed to be able to sit down with you again. We used to do this religiously Isn't it crazy every every weekend goes? for yeah. almost a year, two years. We did them a lot, bro. It was a lot of fun. We just love to talk and share ideas and experiences and hopes to help other people. That's what it yeah. is, right? Goes to where we're at now. Yeah, definitely try and do Zoom, and I'll be in Florida. Yeah, he's, uh, he's next weekend. Next week, we're gonna you know rent a nice little car, get some nice food. You know, a lot Who of knows? clubs. Maybe the next one we're in town, we'll go fucking see a game or some shit. I don't know. I've been slacking on content, so 2024, I plan to uh, get back on the wagon. <laughs> yes, sir. So make sure you guys go give him a follow at Daily Dose of Wood over on Instagram. And Jay, appreciate you, bro. Have the best day ever, and we'll chat soon. Yes, appreciate you guys. Much love. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you got value from today's episode and you want to work closely with me and my team, head on over to my Instagram at SalFitTorio. That's S-A-L-F-I-T-T-O-R-I-O and message me the word ready and we could have a chat about whether or not I could help you reach your fitness goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I hope you have the best day of your entire life. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.